0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Two Drunk Fans. We've just been through week three of NWSL. We're here to talk about the results and then give you a little preview of week four and talk about some of the other stuff that's been going on around the women's soccer world. Gab, what are you drinking? I totally unprepared for that question because I'm literally not drinking anything. Oh, no.
1: Uh, it just hit me as you like got started that I was like, I didn't get myself anything to drink. Oh, right no. now so i'm not drinking anything i'm eating pita chips okay but they're not salty enough for me to need to drink anything i would drink water though Oh, okay
0: what are you what are you enjoying are you enjoying anything this evening we're recording a little bit later than normal i know i'm drinking tons of water i had the saltiest lunch it was a it was a really heavy salty lunch and because i went to a ramen shop and it was delicious but the sodium has once again dangerously imbalanced the salt in my body i'm Mm -hmm. too salty now so i have to drink a lot of water that i mean i drank
1: so much fucking water uh this past weekend that i think i'm still reaping
0: the benefits of that um
1: water's so good though
0: water is so so good. good sometimes it doesn't have a taste right because water's supposed to be like the blank baseline but sometimes mm-hmm. the taste of water—it's like, oh my god, this is so refreshing. Hmm. I sound. It's so good. It's water
1: is like there are moments where I'm like, yes, water is the nectar of life.
0: From water does all life begin? Yeah. Like totally, totally
1: get it. Going through a phase right now where I cannot have enough water. I think
0: everybody, their whole phase of not getting enough water is like their life because you can't live without it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> We're deep. Name your sex tape. So Jesus. Results this weekend. Some expected, some unexpected. Once again we are doing points for getting score lines right or getting number of goals right or just getting the winner right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. what are the points totals this week?
1: Oh boy. Um so we didn't do really well this week. Um we both predicted one match each where we guessed the right winner.
0: And that's it. Okay. But in my favor, who among us predicted Boston Breakers three Seattle Reigns zero? Okay, in your favor. Who should have fucking predicted that? Not me. Yeah, you. I can't be expected to give accurate opinions on the Boston Breakers. I'm too emotionally d- m- messed up by them. Okay.
1: No, that's not what you were supposed to do, though. You were supposed to give an emotional prediction, and your emotional prediction should have been, "Yeah, we're gonna slay Seattle three to nothing." What? No, in- no analyst ever
0: in what What world is someone who's been a boston fan for the past however many years going to give uh, an upbeat prediction based on her emotions i don't like especially (laughs) given that their only other win that season was a 1-0 defeat of sky blue the weekend before (laughs) what is wrong with you
1: (laughs) i'm just saying you had one job and you couldn't do it
0: name your sex tape (sighs) do you do you just want to so so who has the most points now total you do yeah I do
1: you have 10 points and I have six points and there's a possible 44 points that we could have (laughs) accumulated over this period of time like you are kicking my ass Um, right now 10 out of so another another uh way of slice this information is um, we were talking about a little bit before recording, but I went through and I counted, I I did the math on all of the goals that we've predicted versus reality. So, so far in three weeks of NWSL, there have been 30 goals scored. Mm -hmm. How many goals do you think you have predicted for the past three weeks? Like four? No, how many, like not correctly. How many... Of all of the points, of all of the oh. goals that you have pr- said, like when you say zero to two, that's two goals,
0: right? Um, like twenty or or eighteen, maybe. Really,
1: you think that's it?
0: I've been predicting a lot of one 0s and two twos and and stuff like that. You have predicted forty-four goals
1: <laughs> to be had to have been scored over the last three weeks. <laughs> You're. Your highest scoring match prediction was uh, last week for Chicago versus Portland, where you predicted Chicago to win two to three.
0: Oh right, I some of those. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or if for Washington and Houston, you predicted that one to be three to one, Washington.
0: There was a three one score line this past weekend. But... There was. It was North Carolina to Orlando yeah. in which you predicted two to one. Yeah. Almost, almost. <clears throat> almost, but uh
1: doesn't doesn't count. That's the game that you scored two points. Okay. For predicting North Carolina to win. But so the league has scored thirty goals. You have predicted forty four. Oh. I predicted 39. Okay. Therefore, Price is Right rules. I am closer.
0: I've never and watched a full episode of Price is Right.
1: I don't recommend it. Drew Carey is now the um, the person, and uh, he is a part owner of the C.L. Sounders, so I don't support that show. Wow.
0: Okay. Yeah, my hatred runs deep. Let's just dive right in then to Portland issues, because that's you're on the train now. <laughs> um, Portland 1, Chicago 0... And Portland won that off a PK shots thoughts? Uh,
1: thoughts very frustrating. Um, very frustrating game. I mean it, yay, we got we got three points um, not not wanting to to look, kick a gift horse in the ma- mouth. Is that the
0: same? Look a gift horse in the mouth, not kick.
1: <laughs> I was like, wait, that's really really abusive. Why would I kick a gift horse in the mouth? So three points, awesome, but oh my fucking god, could not connect on the fourth or fifth pass uh, for majority of that game. I mean, there was maybe five minutes of decent passing in the second half, but it was frustrating to watch the thorns. Um, Chicago was, what was Julie Ertz doing playing forward? I think she was doing pretty well considering. I know. Is that is that new or is that what she does now?
0: I mean, it's not the first game. I believe she before this game she was center attacking mid and that's a position she's dropping in and out of for this game against Portland obviously she shifted back and forth. So it's it's not a new thing. Um and in college she she played farther up the field. The the center back thing was with the national team. It confused me and it was terrifying because she is really, really good. She was getting on the ends of a lot of balls. I think if they'd found her head a little more often, that would have ended differently for Chicago. Oh, totally. Totally. As
1: soon as, as soon as Chicago starts, like the reason she's doing this is because she can be a goal scoring machine. She can be a fucking battering ram. And They just, they, they need, I I think they just need more time. I'm really happy to have gotten that game against Chicago out of the way early. Um, we, we will play them one more time in Chicago and I'm kind of hoping that, that I, I I know that that one's going to be way more of a slugfest. Um, this, this one was just weird. It was, it was slow. It didn't at all look like they're the Thorns first game of the season. Um, And, you know, I thought Chicago played well, but they just
0: weren't quite connecting in front of goal. One or two things that could have gone Chicago's way or they could have salvaged a point out of it because Portland sure as hell wasn't scoring from the run of play for that game. So team that can score North Carolina Courage beat Pride three to one. North Carolina is the team to beat this season.
1: They are the Flash, right?
0: Like they're the defending champions
1: and they're doing what you want defending champions to do. It's just really
0: fucking frustrating because
1: there are feelings there,
0: but they're, they're playing really well. I, this game could have been a lot worse for Orlando. I thought Ashlyn Harris had a lot of big flashy saves. She also had some mistakes. Did you see her comments after the game? Oh my God. Yes. That's a mixed bag. Talk about, talk about mistakes that's a mixed bag on the one hand this is not the first time someone who has given quotes to the press to be like hold a team accountable or fire them up but i think the last bit where she's like marta's not a game changer she's like yeah she's a game changer but if she's not putting the ball in the back of the net she's not doing much for me i think that was her frustration spilling over into kind of a it, look straight up it was it sounded petty so yeah I understand the frustration after that game. I bet they were all frustrated. But you're the captain. You can't go to the press and say that. You have to save it for the locker room. You know? Nope. You're you're not behaving in a
1: very captain captain fashion. When when you're when you're really, it's not like she stood on her head and took on thirty five shots and three won it.
0: Yeah, she she did make some good saves, but she also made some mistakes in the game, especially on the third goal. The the mistake was really bad. So, you know, maybe later in the locker room, they were all talking, she's like, "Okay, I hold myself accountable for this. Now I need you guys to go around and be like accountable for hanging me out to dry like 10 times every fucking every t- every fucking 5 minutes." So, I just The Marta thing was like a little necessary and not really reflective of what I thought Marta did in the game, Um, especially after like one week of practicing with the team, especially also they had a a travel day to go play away at North Carolina. So um, maybe afterwards, this will spur some like deep conversations that they all clearly need to have just in private. private.
1: Yeah. And uh, you know, you look at Tom Cermani at that point, you say, all right, manager?"
0: Yeah. Like yeah, how how are you going to fix the soccer room? That's definitely some of that is like Cermani. I know I know the balance can be different between coach and captain in every team cuz sometimes um coach has more hand in that and sometimes team has more hand in that, but this is definitely his problem too. Definitely mm-hmm. his problem too. So I th- I think if they work that out We'll see it click. We'll see it happen on the field because, you know, when when people are happy, they work well together. They work better together. So as Marta gets more integrated and hopefully as they all figure out this frustration stuff, um, it'll get better for them. I want it to get better for them mostly so that their attendance is better.
1: Yeah. You, you want, you want Orlando. I mean, what were they
0: averaging last year? 8,000? No, no, no. 000? Less than that. I want to say in the high six, low sevens, that range, which is good. That's still yeah, a good so, average. So, so
1: six, 6,000 ish you, but now they have this new stadium. Now they they're really trying to make a home and you want this to be successful and winning teams bring people through the gates and so you you need marta to not just be a poster kid a poster child um but you you need you need to start scoring some points you need to start having some flashy goals you need a reason for people to want to come out to the stadium and watch it live
0: Mm -hmm. we'll see it's early days it's only the third weekend we've got some time to go I hope their average kind of scoots up into the eight nine thousand range. That would be great, absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic. I think.
1: So Portland Chicago, I predicted
0: the correct
1: winner. Um, you thought Chicago was going to win in Providence Park, um, like this
0: is twenty fourteen or something. Okay, just um, calm down there. They want off a PK. I'm sorry. What they want off a PK? Just calm down there.
1: I'm totally. I'm calm.
0: Yeah, I'm okay. the calmest I've been all week. Uh-huh.
1: Then for North Carolina Orlando you correctly predicted that North Carolina was going to win um and I thought Orlando was going to be able to to do some magic um so that's where we got each got our points now we're moving into games that we just did not see coming at all um you want you want to
0: tell us a little bit about Boston's uh, miracle weekend so people can't see but I just smiled like the Grinch when he came comes up with his like nasty plan for yeah. for ruining Christmas. I'm picturing it. <laughs> um, you and your nasty, nasty plan grin. Uh Boston had a nasty plan. They beat Seattle three nothing. To a certain extent, it's because Seattle's just not the same team that they used to be. Um, I thought just Fishlock was pretty ineffective. I thought Rapino was taken out of the game a bit. Um, I thought Nahu Kawasumi wasn't really in the game a lot. So yeah, a lot of their key players weren't really feeling it. And a lot of Boston's key players were. Rose Lavelle was great. Salem was as reliable as ever. Tasha Dowie was on it. Adriana Leone. Well, she played like she knew John Herdman was watching her, you know? Yes. She played like she had something massive to prove and she proved it. To a certain extent, she needs to keep up the consistency, but Jesus. This was apparently the first time Boston, uh, Boston players had a multi-assist game since 2015 or something. It's been a long time. And it's the first time they've beaten Seattle, I think, at home. Or even at all. And I just remember in the first season when Seattle was everyone's butt monkey, they'd had, what, that run of, like, 16 losses in a row? Yes. And then they came to Jordan Field, and everyone was like, oh, congrats, Boston. You'll finally get some points. And that was Seattle's first win. <laughs> it was their first one ever. It was like, I knew that was going to happen to us.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I remember. Yeah. So, <laughs> finally. <laughs> it took a while, but we finally got <laughs> ours back. Um, Roosevelt's first pro goal. It was great. Player of the month right there. Player of the month. Player of the month. I think so there's, there's a little room to argue, but Rose Laval is certainly not a player where you go, what is she doing there? You're like, yeah, okay, you can make a lot of good, solid arguments for being there. And hopefully she'll just get better as she continues to click with the team and settles in.
1: We were watching the match at a bar, um, and I was just dumbfounded. I was like, How- this is Boston? <laughs> like, Boston's moving the ball like that. Boston's wait, what is happening? Yep. They- and and I and I just couldn't help but think of like you trying to be a professional reporter
0: at the game. So yeah, you're not allowed to cheer in the press box. So I was just standing there in front of my laptop making these like muted little sounds in my chest. I was just going mm 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 That's all I was doing. Like <laughs> You think they're muted i want minutes. I want you
1: to record the sounds you make when you're trying to be muted, maybe your sex tape God damn it, that's like four you've got you I've have four sex tapes now <laughs> just this episode well,
0: you know you should be flattered like you have a healthy active sex life, I guess with all I, these tapes I, I i uh-huh so many tapes you know so
1: many all all of the tapes. I got I got a best of collection, the the Criterion collection. <laughs> oh my god, remastered and
0: Kodachrome <laughs> surround sound in four in four four K, four K. Wow. You, okay, sure. It's not <laughs> like game no, tape.
1: It's spare no expense on the production side, like IMAX quality. Okay. I know. Just surround sound. That shit. Let's just move on. Um, But but okay. so how does Seattle go from pummeling Houston five to one in week two to flying across the country and losing to Boston three to nothing? Like what? A, does that say more about Seattle's roller coaster or B, does it
0: speak to the quality of your opponent,
1: Houston versus Boston?
0: Little column A, little column B. Houston's midfield is not especially strong right now, especially with Morgan Bryan out, and Boston has right. a much stronger midfield. At the same time, Seattle were poorer in this game than they were against Houston. Boston got in behind them constantly. But you'll notice Seattle had their chances. It's not like they were totally outgunned. Like, Abby Smith had to stand on her head for a couple of those saves. She's had some like yep. point-blank blocks. So it's not like Seattle were just totally out of it. Um, but it was a good performance all over the field from Boston And they really exploited that space behind. They got through a lot, and I don't think, even though Houston has the tools to get in behind very quickly, they just didn't do it as much to Seattle as we did. Do you think Seattle
1: is a come-from-behind team? Like, just fundamentally? I'm trying to think of a match where they have had to do that. Like, they've had... They've had gritty wins where it's been like one to nothing, and they they scored, you know, at at the end of the match or something. But I'm just wondering if part of Seattle's problem is maybe they're just they have that winning mentality to to a negative degree, and once once the head drops,
0: it can't be picked back up. I don't know because
1: because three to nothing that's
0: significant. That's rough. I felt worst probably for Haley Kottmeyer to any degree that I could feel bad for any Seattle player that night. Um, (laughs) Admit it, you were not feeling bad for anybody from Seattle that night. No, just that
1: night, though. Just that night.
0: Um, Seattle, they're a team that's used to being dominant, but I think they they also need to be clear-eyed about their situation. I think they are. They know they lost key personnel, especially with Kim Little out of the midfield, and then, of course – um Keelan Winters out. So uh-huh. they understand what the deal is. I I think mentally they're probably fine after this game. It, un- yeah. it, it's not like Boston losing for two years straight. It's one game.
1: It it is it is one game, but like oh God, I just oh, I'm I'm already
0: I already have heartburn for Saturday. But that's
1: that's not where we are in the
0: podcast. You you just need to get used to suffering, and then after a certain amount, your body just adjusts to it. And it's after a certain amount of suffering, the rest of your suffering is as light as a feather. I'm I'm not. That's not
1: really something I want to get used
0: to. Uh, I, mean, I, I I I I I didn't I, really have a choice. It was either get used to the suffering or like <laughs> die early from a soccer induced stroke. So. I option B sounds not bad. Well, make sure you have your will in order. You don't want your estate going through probate. My estate. Yeah. All of my scarves. <laughs> All right. Let's just talk about spirit versus dash. Oh boy. Houston,
1: Houston earning some points, uh, with, with the win there. Um, you had predicted Washington three to one, <laughs> and I had predicted a one to one scoreline.
0: Oh jeez!
1: Oh jeez!
0: So why? What were you thinking? Well, I thought maybe Houston would be demoralized, and for all that the Spirit have so many roster problems now, they like, they started off with a weakened roster in the first place, and now they have. Like, reading the injury list for the Spirit, it almost would have been easier to just list players who are healthy instead of, you know, sending out the injury list to people. Um, But for all that, I don't think they're that bad a team. They're struggling right right now. But once they get over the hump with a lot of these injuries, um, I think they'll be a lot more coherent. Uh, I'm looking forward to having Caprice Didasco back. I think that'll be a good bump for them. The way she got injured in the championship last year was so fucking cruel. But at least it happened at the very end of the season. And not, you know, Amy Rodriguez style. Jesus. Right. Yeah, I don't think they're that bad right now. They're just not quite good enough. So a few things tweak go their way. I think they'll start to become, if not actually good competitive you know and in some cases okay right so so
1: with the spirit um i'd like to also talk
0: about the rumor mill oh is there Um, is there a rumor going around involving the spirit right now there is uh i
1: don't i don't know if you've heard it i i picked it up faintly on the interwebs that uh there is some bla- bad blood between the spirit and Portland. Oh well using the internet was your first mistake. We don't like I, know, <laughs> I know, I know. I shouldn't I should never go to there. But genuine bad blood. Um so we're told or genuine feels uh-huh. from Washington, according to Merritt Paulson's now deleted tweet. You know, it's it this all has to do with Mal Right mm-hmm. and and all of the bad things that we've already talked about that go on in D.C. with the ownership group um, or via the ownership group and stuff moves that they made last season and kind of general attitude that they they've expressed. I it makes me wonder what what morale is even like in D.C. Which basically the the story here is Mal Pugh, So the spirit have her card and she does not want to play for the spirit and portland is salivating and saying oh my god let's make a deal and washington is not answering their phone
0: gab you saw the tweet and delete as usual um someone was saying because the the thorns hired mark parsons away from the spirit after the 2015 season and Wall was saying, Grant Wall was saying, that's why there's maybe some friction between the two. And someone was speculating on Twitter, like, that doesn't seem like enough of a reason to be this mad. Like, it doesn't seem genuine. And then, what did Maren Paulson tweet and delete? It's genuine. Oh, God. Yeah.
1: He he confirmed that it is a genuine uh, hatred,
0: distrust. Genu- genuine beef. A genuine beef. So, rivalry rivalry is good you know even if it is a rivalry between the owners and not the teams themselves i guess right
1: yeah so you know the players have this blog they're they're trying to i think change what is associated with washington spirit um because it's not exactly a a positive a positive brand at the moment um especially in the world of women's soccer and online conversations social media stuff like that so um it's 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 a tough time to be a fan of the spirit i'd imagine um and teams not doing well
0: well i think it's a tough time to be a fan of like what's going on the players themselves like as well they should try to change the image it's not their fault that you know everyone's like well your owner seems kind of stinky right now right I mean, I yeah, I feel bad for like players and maybe maybe even people in the front office who don't agree, but like aren't in a position to speak up against it. So, so, um,
1: the last match of the weekend was New Jersey, uh, Sky Blue versus FC Casey. I predicted that that one would be the most boring game of the week, um, and I feel like I should get some points for that. Because I do feel like it was the most boring game of the week.
0: It um, was but, until the end.
1: Yeah. But Sky Blue was able to get a goal at the very end. Um, and so it made it a one to nothing match. And you predicted a draw at one point each. And so, yeah, it was just one of those things that's like, all right.
0: Why was that game so difficult to watch? You were right for about eighty minutes. It was like, oh god, somebody make something happen. And Kelly O'Hara tried, bless her heart. Sky Blue didn't have Sam Kerr for this game, which I think impacted them a little bit. And then the last ten minutes, they were both just pushing so hard, and Sky Blue scored, and FC did score. Just got called back because the what didn't the AR? They thought it was offside. Um, yeah, they
1: they
0: called they called
1: it offside, so it was offside. It just.
0: So I was almost a genius for calling 1-1, one, one. almost. You you were on the cusp of genius. I was... But
1: I feel like for the majority of the met game, um I was correct. Yes, you were. So, we no one is a genius, no one has a crystal ball. We are really bad at predicting our scores. We think the games are going to be a lot more exciting than they actually are that there are going to be more goals than there actually have been um so let's keep it up let's let's keep
0: going for for week four yeah absolutely let's just jump right into those terrible predictions chicago yeah. versus houston this is a home game for chicago
1: yeah i mean chicago chicago is playing pretty well and houston's not really
0: they could always hit him back through rachel daly or kalia oh
1: they could, they could. Um, oh man, it's home game for Chicago though. Uh, I am gonna say
0: two to nothing, Chicago. God, that's exactly what I was going to say. Two nothing to well, sh- for Chicago. Well, why didn't you go first? Because you were going first. Well, I didn't have to. God, we agree. It's not. We good. agree on one. Damn it, we're not gonna
1: do very well this week. No. All right, you get you get Washington and New Jersey.
0: What's what's the preview for that one? I'm going to say 1-0 to Sky Blue. This is a wow. home game for Washington, though, at the Soccerplex.
1: What did Sky Blue? Sky
0: Blue beat FC Casey. They lost to Boston
1: 0-1.
0: I am going to say this one is 1-1. That's actually what I was just revising in my head, but I don't know if I want to agree with you again, because the more we agree, the worse it gets,
1: or it what if what if we totally agree and we get totally
0: right all right, all down the board Let's both say one one for this game then
1: wait what what no, you were locked in at zero one no,
0: I want to revise my opinion one one all right, all right, we're damn it, this is okay
1: uh
0: portland seattle you have feelings about this just spew your feelings all over like knock the bucket over um
1: i'm gonna spill my coffee all over seattle's probably mad and home game for portland though seattle is not a team to mess with when they're mad um but they are missing kim little and they well missing ha i did it um, they don't have Kim Little anymore and they don't have Keelan Winters and this is a completely different team and I have to wrap my head around that because it's a very difficult thing for me to remember especially when they beat Houston 5-1 to one, and it just felt very much like the Seattle of 2014 and 2015 Portland I hope Mark has kind of cracked the whip a little bit and uh they're gonna hopefully um, tighten things up. Do we do we have any word about Tobin?
0: Has there been mi- any news about Tobin? I think she might be out again. Sorry, dude. Oh,
1: damn it! I I'm gonna say that it's gonna be a gorgeous weekend. Um, the sun will be out. It'll be motivating. Seattle was on the road last week, is going to be on the road again this week. I'm going to go with three to nothing.
0: I'm going to say two nothing for Portland.
1: Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's written down. It's out there. It's in the universe.
0: Oh God! Remember
1: our whole side conversation as matches were happening last week about how this is really the worst jinx thing ever that we could have done? <laughs>
0: I mean, I have my own ass pucker game this weekend with Breakers versus NC. So,
1: so tell me about your
0: ass pucker because you have to remember. Actually, don't don't tell me about
1: your ass pucker. You tell me, me name. your prediction for this game.
0: You remember because North Carolina is they they're the Western New York Flash, and last year Western New York took Boston for several rides. They just were like, hey, you guys want to get beat seven one? You want to get beat five nothing or four four nothing? Do you guys want to get out? Scored by a lot, and you want to feel terrible about yourselves. So, Breakers versus NC. NC are the team to beat. Boston's at home. They're feeling themselves. These teams are both. This is a top of the table clash, Gab. Oh I Can God. you believe you're saying that? About Boston? No, I still don't. Can and you I don't believe want you're to. saying that. You're saying
1: that this is a top of the table clash because it is.
0: I don't want to. Oh, God. So nervous. It is. I don't like being it up this is. high. I need to go like, back down to where it's like normal.
1: Team number one with nine points,
0: North Carolina, 3-0. 2-2 oh. two, two, tie. Team number two. Just saying 2-2 two, two, tie. Sorry, I had to blurt it out before I lost my nerve. 2-2? <laughs>
1: two two. Yeah, 2-2 two, two, tie. Alright, I am gonna say... I'm gonna say North Carolina's got a little cockiness to them. So, I am down with Boston scoring three goals
0: to... Two goals for North Carolina. Oh, that'll be a really terrible game for me. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> Only, oh, I really, I really want you to record your audio when you're in the press box.
0: Gosh. Like, like wear a wire. No, that's, I, I have a little dignity left in me and I'm not going <laughs> to sacrifice it for your amusement. Oh my god. All right, yeah.
1: 3 to 2. My highest scoring game of the week. Jesus. Okay. And last one, I'm FC KC versus
0: Orlando Pride. I think this could be oh. interesting cuz if Orlando pulls it together, they get to give KC a run for their money, but if they don't, then KC I think is going to dominate but not necessarily score a lot. Yeah. It's a home game for FC KC. What do you got? <sighs> um, I'm going to say that this one is
1: 2 to nothing
0: fckc. Oosh, ouch. I'm going to say 2-1 fckc. <laughs> Why did my oosh, ouch? But because it's I I just don't know that there's a two-goal disparity between these teams unless somebody really fucks up for Orlando. Well, Orlando
1: is at a negative 3 or a negative 4 point four goal differential
0: plenty of time to turn it around plenty of time and fckc is even marta's been with the team two weeks now so we should see definite improvement
1: hey if marta's not scoring goal- goals she's not doing anything
0: to oh help ashlyn Harris. oh boy we'll just see how that all plays out yeah we will
1: if you're if you're tom samani does ashlyn still
0: wear the armband i think that's up to the players In that situation, honestly, because the players are the one that she was addressing. She's not saying, oh, Tom's a shitty coach or whatever. She's like, I need more from certain players, which is not untrue. It's not untrue, you know? Right. So, you know, if the team's like, honestly, we just came out to have a good time and we feel so attacked right now, then that's a team decision and I'm sure they'll take care of it within, you know, in house. But if they're like, yeah, you live fire under me, I understand, you know, I'm not giving you my best. A lot of athletes do respond to that, you know? They respond mm-hmm. to, like, I'm not getting enough from you. You need to take it all the way up to 100% again. And they're like, yeah, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Then obviously she'll still have the band. So, you know?
1: We'll see. We
0: shall see. Oh boy,
1: we did it. We did it. <laughs> You're predicting 14 goals this weekend. Out of five games, okay, and I am predicting one more than you. Oh, no, really? even fourteen goals. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So two, four, six, eleven. No, thirteen. I'm predicting thirteen goals. How are you predicting fewer goals than me? I there's just one game where I'm I'm blowing you away. It the Boston North Carolina game pissed you off because I said three to two, uh-huh. but you said two to two. Oh, okay. Okay. So it was only one point off. But it had a huge impact because you're like, fuck you. Yeah.
0: Okay. And I am going to be eating my popcorn. So that's week four for us. Um, Chime in with your own score predictions. Let us know what you think. See if you can get it right more than us, which is not going to be hard because we're really bad at this.
1: We are. We've, like, we've been doing it for just, four years, or so. Like statistically
0: years? speaking, just guessing. I, I feel like anybody else who just guesses is probably going to do it better than us just by the percentages. You know. There is like a certain amount of probability
1: to that. It's it's just gonna get harder. It's not like guessing gets easier.
0: It's it's like playing roulette, right? Like Yeah, you... to to a certain extent, once you get more information, it gets even harder because you're like, Oh, what about this? Oh what about this? Oh what about this? You know? Yeah, it's not like we're just picking a winner. Like we're fucking
1: trying to predict the score. Why do we do this to ourselves? Name of your sex date.
0: On that note, have oh! good night. <laughs>